Okay. <clears throat> so we are now in middle of Mamarim from Rishuban Levi. So if you want to know how we got here, from the beginning of Masafta, we were talking about we were talking about Lasad Lava, we were talking about Yitnu Dayam, which is how we start with Yom Idam. Masafta started Shlesha Yomim Fnei Dayam. So so we talked about the Goyim Lasad Lava. We're talking about Karsh Baruch's schedule, and yesterday we re-brought up a statement from Shuban Levi. Oh, Avi, Shalom So we're now continuing with my Marv from Shuban Levi, which don't necessarily have to do with the topic of our Masechta, but it's a memra and I got it to from Shuban Levi, a fascinating memra. We are four lines from the bottom of Dalit Ahmed Beis. V'omer B'shuvan Levi. B'shuvan Levi famously said, Le'osu Yisrael as Egel, the only reason Klal Yisrael did the Egel, El'elitein pischein pele balei tshuva, is to give hope, to give a mission statement, pischein pele lebalei tshuva, which means, which means, without the prototype of a Geferl Havera and Tshuva enabled, an average Balchuva would say, my Avera is so deep, is so bad, I'm hopeless. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu had, and we have to discuss this, Klau Yisrael do the worst Avera in history, the Egel, which Chazal described as the Kala being Mizana under the Chuppah. That's how, that's how Chazal described graphically the severity of the ego. We just got married to the Rebbeinu Shalom. The Rebbeinu Shalom gave us the Luchas. We're mamash under the Chuppah. We know there's so many Mishalom, Shvuas, Chasen, Kala, Chuppah, Klal Yisrael, Taira, Kedushin, Mu'reses, Meiroshi, Vakilas Yankiv. We just got the Taira. We're under the Chuppah. And then we go Mizanah. It's the most terrible Aver in history. It's symbolically terrible. It's actually terrible. It's historically terrible. We're still suffering from Megal. Yeah, all of that was just to give a path for Bali Tshuva. Of course, we're going to discuss this in a minute. Shanamar, how do I know? How do I know that Klal Yisrael really wasn't on the level to do the ego, really wasn't actually that deficient. It was an aberration. How do I know that? Upon seeing Klal Yisrael and their madriga at the time of the ego, Moshe Rabbeinu was so nispal that Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ah, I wish... You would stay on this level forever. Meeting, who can guarantee? Who can give? Who can promise? Your hearts will remain like this. Lahem, to have your shemayim all of the days. Now, if none less a personage than Moshe Rabbeinu pointed to Klai at that station and said, "Oh, that's that's the, that's the way I like it. Keep it like that," you know. Your wife tinkers with the challenge and like one week said, this, this is this is the recipe. Keep it like that. The 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 recipe that Moshe Rabbeinu said for Klai, so that 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 like that perfect. 
And that level of people that Moshe Rabbeinu is from did the Egel? How can that be? It's incongruous. Elamai, they wouldn't have done the Egel because of the spiritual level they're on. It's like the hand of history, the hand of the Rebbeinu Shalom took them and made them do the Egel. That's what, the, that's what it sounds like the Gemara is saying. That they did the ego not because sometimes a person is just in a bad matzah. You know what he doesn't have air? Because he's not holding by anything better. He doesn't have air because he doesn't have the, the moral stature to withstand Aver. That's not the case here. Claudius Yisrael was not there. Claudius Yisrael did the Aver only litein pischein pele this is not just Rabbi Shuvan Levi. It's Rabbi Yechon and then Rabbi Shem Bayechai. David also He was not in the matziv to do that aver with Basheva. It, it, it was just incongruous. It was not David that that he should go and should ish out of the blue. That's not David. That's not who he was. That's not how he acted. That is not characteristic. Exactly. David did that. David did that not because of something inside him. David did that so people can say, listen, David Amal did terrible things as well. And he climbed out of it. And he is venerated and he is celebrated throughout history. I also can do tshuva. My very wasn't as bad as Bathsheba. I'm a, I didn't do something so bad, so I could also do true. And that's why David did that Avera. Like David Roy Lay Maisa. David was not holding so shavach by doing that Maisa, Dixiv, Vilibi, Cholo, Bikirbi. David Amel testified on himself, my heart is Cholo, Bikirbi. Meaning, I am in a state of Yerushamayim. And David certified on himself that he's in a good place. And yet he did such an Avera. How could it be the Teretz is? He wasn't really holding there. He didn't do it out of, you know, normal behavior. It was totally abnormal. It's an aberration. So why don't you say here about this like, you know, previous where you're doing an Avera less is Uh, uh, uh. One second. And Yisrael wasn't ready for that mice either. Like we said a minute ago. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I wish you could be like this forever. So why did they do it, respectively, Dov and Yisrael? To tell you. If a yachid sins, we tell him, don't throw in the towel. It's not all lost. Look for a reference. Look for a model to the ultimate yachid, David HaMelech, who did Navera. And he kreeched out. He did tshuva. And if the Gantz at does an Avera, we tell them also. You go, say, look at the Tzibur, look at Klaishol, the Dedego. The Gemara just has one more point, and then we'll talk about this. Why do we need so many lessons? If neither of them really did this, and if it was really just an aberration, why do we need so many lessons? Vitzricha says the Gemara, if a yachid, if only David did it, then we would say, yeah, a private citizen can do tshuva because there's much less publicity.
There's much less hype. There's much less chil Hashem if one person does an Aver. So he's capable of doing tshuva. His Aver is not so publicized. But it's Sibur, who their hate is so out there, so publicized, they're hopeless. That's why we have to say Klai Yisrael. And if we would have said the example of the Tzibur, the Tzibur carries a big amount of Rachamin. The Tzibur carries an amazing gravitas by the Rebbe Nishon to get to get Mechila. But a Yachid, I'm sorry, you're you're just you know you don't you don't rank. Al Yachid Loi, Delay Alimas Chusi Emaloi Tzricha. That's why we need both of them. So we have a Gemara here that says incredible Zach. It says that from the two worst Averis in world history, the Egel, which we know the the, the terribleness of, like we, we said a minute ago, will be impactiubakadity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that the Egel is too grave to forgive you in one time. The way we're being forgiven for the Egel is every single tragedy is a little piece of Egel. The Crusaders were a little piece of the Egel. The Inquisition was a little piece of the Egel. Chalmanitsky was a little piece of the Egel. The Holocaust was a big piece of the Egel. You know, every single tragedy that we go through is a little eagle. And David HaMelech, I mean, Echbenish came not expert, but there's two half of David's life. There's the, the good half of David's life before he, he sinned with Bathsheba. And then after David sinned with Bathsheba, it was one long payback. And it was terrible. From the moment David did, I'm like, if you read Nach, like, you know, like, uh, like uh, Picaris, just read the, the simple Nach. What, David's life was one long punishment for, for, for Basheva. He had Amnon, he had Tamar, he had Afshalom, he had this war, he had the rebellion, he had Shimon ben It like It was just one long disaster after Basheva. And, and the Navi told him, you will suffer for the rest of your life for Basheva. So we're talking two of the greatest sins in history. And it was just a show trial. Neither of those sins was real. Neither of those sins was, you know, natural progression of where they were holding. So what happened? Did, did they sin? HaKadosh Baruch Hu forced them to sin? What does this Gemara mean? Were the sins real or not? Did they choose to sin or not? What does this Gemara mean? They would have never done it. Hashem just did it because I need some model for tshuva. So I took, you know, I want to show my class how serious I am about the discipline. So I plant, I plant a cell phone or drugs in some guy's locker and I catch him and, and expel him. Well, I'm going to show how serious I am. That's really normal. That's not nice. How could you do that? If the guy did nothing wrong, but I got to show you how, how you know, serious I am. So you're going to kill a guy? So you're going to make a guy do an eagle? You're going to make a guy do a basheva? Because you want to show how serious you are about tshuva? Was it real or was it not real? So there's several mahalach. So the easiest mahalach is, is the Meiri and Chibra tshuva, which is also brought in the Maram. And I think that's what Taisus is saying. 
is that, no, no, no. Klal Yisrael did the ego on their own volition. They chose to do the ego for whatever reason. Meshav was late. They were in that mood. And the Gemara is just saying, why did the Torah publicize it so much? The publicity was so we could learn our tshuva. Avada, we're not getting into Yediyah Bechira. We're not getting into HaKadosh Baruch forcing your hand. We're not getting into any of those heavy arguments. Avada, they chose to do the, the, the ego. Avada, David chose to do Basheva. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a matter of publicity. Why was the Torah so public about it? Why was the Torah so explicit and talks about it so much and so out there? That which is painful for the people that did Ego, which is painful for David Amal. That pain was for a greater good, was for the greater good that people could learn to do tshuva. If you look at the top tesis in, um, in, in, the, in the top tesis in Davhei Amalf, I think that's what tesis is saying. V'tzrich apirish lichtoiv chata'am. Why did I have to write down explicitly their Avera? V'kabbalah's tshuvasim, the fact that Akash Baruch Hu tshuva. That this is simply a sugya in publicity. It's a sugya in why did the Torah have to go so public about it. That's the simplest mahalach. It's a very nice chat, but the Quran doesn't say that. It's because it says le'asu. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very nice. Great explanation, but that's not, I mean, doesn't mean the big one. Mask him. But you, you're not taking the kasha seriously enough. <laughs> meaning, 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 you're 100 percent right. But no, it's like you're like so fine. I'd rather deal with the kasha. No, I'd rather deal with that. The kasha is vast. The kasha is immense. Let's progress. You'll be happy by that. I mean, you should be upset, but you'll be happy by that. The next level is the drushas haran. Drushas haran says that what the Gemara is saying over here is very similar to the Miri, is we know, famously, the Gemara says, If you think that David actually sinned with an Eish you are really mistaken. It was all worked out legally. He gave her a get mulchama, and then Uriah ended up getting killed, and therefore retroactively she was a divorced woman, and he did nothing wrong. So asks the Ram, if David actually did nothing wrong, why did the Nach say that David sinned with a married woman? Says the Ran, that's what this Gemara is talking about. That David HaMelech didn't do an Avera. So why did the Nach talk in a fashion that really sounds like he did an Avera? And you need to learn a Gemara in Shabbos and a Gemara in Ksubis, and you need to dray your thumb like this to get David out of the Avera? That's why, that's why. The reason why the Nach talks in one way, and you need to go to the Gemara to exonerate David, you need to go to the Gemara to Pater David, you need to make a Lomdash Adre to Pater David. The reason why the Nach talked in that way is to give hope for Bali Tshuva. So again, the Ram's very similar to the Miri. Doesn't really answer why you, you, you should pick a case where somebody actually did a bear or Right, right. Well, Saying you, we tricked the Balchuba, haha, you believe the story. No, I'm saying that the yeah. Balchuba did have something wrong. Right, right, right. Wrong. What's the, what's the, very what's good the point. Actual? Very good point. And the final, or the second to last shot along these lines 
is the Marsha and the Teres Chaim. Marsha and the Teres Chaim explain as follows. The Gemara in Sukkah, we learned way back in the day, says as follows. The Yetzirahara is an impossible enemy. The Yetzirahara is Yismizgaber on the Adam B'chol Yoyim Umevakesh Lahamisai. The Yetzirahara is an impossible enemy. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not assist you with the Yetzir Hara, you wouldn't be capable. Now, lest you're thinking, well, then it's not a battle. And if HaKadosh Baruch is finding the Yetzir Hara anyway, so then why, why should I try? You know what it's like? Do you ever rent or own one of those electric bikes? Crickets. You did. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. You, you should. They, they rent. If you don't own one, they're expensive. You should rent them. You can go like very fast and not pedal very hard. But it's not a motorcycle. If you pedal, it'll go much faster than if than otherwise. All these like uh, real bikers are looking at me like I'm a fat slob. Yeah, well I am. That's that's good for me to bike that way. Um, anyway, if you don't pedal, it's not going to work. The more you pedal the faster the motorized bike will assist you. So if you're pedaling your head off, you could go 18 miles an hour for pedaling that would like deserve you like four miles an hour. But you got to pedal. So that's the way it works with the Yitzhar. You got to pedal and a curse bar will help you. It's like an electric bike. That was not worth it. Um, <laughs> so, so the Yitzhara is an impossible enemy without a curse bar. Usually, HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu withdrew his help from the Egel and from David HaMelech. That's how the Marshal learns. That what happened was the Yitzhar was at his normal, you know, batting a thousand. You're trying your head off, which is never good enough, but usually HaKadosh Baruch Hu fills in the gap. HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't fill in the gap for the Egel people or for David and allowed nature to take its course like it would without Akarish Barucho helping. And, and that's, the, that's the answer. All of these pshatim basically say that of course Klai Yisrael did the Egel, and of course Klai Yisrael made the Bechira to do the Egel. I believe Rashi doesn't agree with any of this. Look in the top Rashi on Heim and Aleph. It was an absolute decree from the Rebbein Sorry, you're sinning. You're sinning. I don't care what you want. You are sinning. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the people and made them do the ego. So according to Rashi, it sounds like David and the Chet ego had no Bechira. Rashi doesn't make any effort to work it out like the Ran, like the Miri, like the Maram, like the Marsha, like the Teres Chaim, like Taisvis. Rashi says, no, Hashem made them sin. That's David HaMelech under normal circumstances we're saying. That's the proof that David wasn't holding there. Because normally David, David was testifying by himself, I am good, I got this covered. That's, that's exactly the point. 
that's David under normal circumstances. The next day, he's, he's, he's doing the Aver with Bashavah. What's Pshat in this Rashi? Kenzain, this is like weighty issues. Kenzain, the Machlekes Rashi versus everyone else, is the famous, famous Machlekes between the Velt and Reb Tzaddik. Everyone is accustomed to hearing, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu gave you a challenge, you can pass it. There's no such thing as an Asayan you can't pass. And you've heard this your whole life. I've heard of B'Shem Nechassam Seifer, but you've heard this your whole life, B'Shem, many people. And that's, the, we, we talked about it recently, that's a pshat in the Gemara. If rather than throw Hanan Mishal in a fire, Nebuchadnezzar would have whipped them, they would have given in to Havad The Gemara Ksuba says that. So why, why, not, why not whip them? Why not Kosh Baruch to whip them? Because Kosh Baruch will never give you an assignment you can't pass. So you've heard this, I'm saying, you've heard this vart your whole life. Rav Tzaddik says, not true. There are plenty of Nisyanis you have no hope of passing. So now, a lot of people, when they hear this Rav Tzaddik, they get very mad. It's not fair. No, no, this is the most comforting Rav Tzaddik ever. Because... Because that means, like the Chassam Seifer, every Nisayan that you failed, you're a failure. You, you could have, there was an ability, there was a way out. There was a path to victory, and you didn't take it. You missed it. That's what the Chassam Seifer is saying. It's a very nice vart to tell somebody when they're going through a tough time. Don't worry, you have the Caleb to pass. Yeah, and how about when they don't pass? How about when they don't pass the Nisayan? How about when a person is going through a tough time and thinks horrible thoughts? How about when a person is going through the same and does a terrible Avera? When, when he's done, you're going to tell him about some safer? You loser. You could have passed. You are a big failure. And that's what you heard your whole life. So I don't know if anyone ever processed the end of the some safer, but it's really sobering. It's really depressing. This is when you pull out the Rav Tzaddik. Rav Tzaddik says, no way. There's plenty of Nisianis you were throwing, you had no chance of passing. Well, then why did Karsh Brock throw? I want to see how hard you'd fight. I want to see how hard you'd fight. Did you give it the good fight? Then you're good. Karsh Brock just wants to see what's your breaking point. He knew you were going to break. It's like, you know, it's like a Bechina and a hard yeshiva. I'm going to kill you, but the shadow is how far are you going to get in this Bechina? You're going to fight me on my first kasha, you're going to fight me on my second kasha, or you're going to throw in the towel the first time I ask you a question. You're going to lose to me. I'm 48 and you're 12. You're going to lose eventually. So the punishment is detected. So let's not talk about this yet. So in Rav Tzaddik, if there is a punishment, maybe you won't, maybe there's no punishment. Maybe you fought past your level. Oh, 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 oh. So, 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 so Ken Zayn, Rashi over here, who is saying, they had no chance. He's going in the sheet of Reb Tzaddik. That, yeah, the, the deck was stacked against you. Klausur was going to fail the Akeda, uh, the Ego. David Melch was going to fail Basheva. What the Nisayan was, was how hard they tried, and like, you know, whatever, that they came up short. But they were going to fail. So Kenzain, all of the Mepharshim, the Marshal, the Teres Chaim, the Maram, the Ran, are all learning like Chum Seifer. No, 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 there's no Nisayan you're not going to fail. Therefore, if they failed... It had to be, the Gemara has to be saying something else. 
Rashi is saying, no, the Gemara is Mamish Kipshutai. Kalisar was not going to do the Kalisar was not going to survive the ego. Why gosh Baruch give it to them? To make sure you do tshuva. What did they do wrong? Didn't fight hard enough. And Ked Zain, that Rashi is learning like a tzaddik. That that's just, you know, a little thought. Huh? No, it's not an Inus. You know, you could, again, I'm... It's Xeris HaMelech that you're going to be Nishal. Xeris HaMelech, you're going to I expect you to hold out two days. You know, you know um, the Chavz Chaim says that Kolabaylin Piv, if you, if you have like a Geshmaka piece of Lashon hard to say, and you shut your mouth, you're Nechal Shai Elamas. You have 310 worlds. So the Chavz Chaim says, Meir de Gezach. It doesn't mean you have to like not ever say Lashon Har. If you went five minutes and you didn't say Lashon Har, you get you get three hundred ten elamas. Every second you hold out, there's there's the three hundred ten elamas. Doesn't have to be forever. Because you see this concept that there is reward based on how long you hold out. It's tough. It's tough to fight. You're not equipped to to win forever. But you know how long you last if you if you outlast the enemy for ten minutes, very cool. Twenty minutes, zayr chashem. A day, myridik. And like you know, so, and and the the scharvainish lies in the gray. Anyway, let's just finish the gemara. V'haynu derb shmu bar nachmeni on Rabbi Yechanan. That's where shmu bar nachmeni said the name of Rabbi Yechanan. My Dixiv, what's Pshat? Noom David says David ben Yishai. Vinoom and so says the man who come, who established. Al Noom David ben Yishai, Shahakim Eulashel Tshuva. David Amelech established the banner of Tshuva. That's the Pshat in that Pasik. Because David Amelech showed that I did something wrong and I did Tshuva and I got back into Hakarish Baruch's good graces. Let's do one more Gemara. Anyone that does one mitzvah it goes before him. and goes before him. Your mitzvah precedes you. That's an after. And if a person does an avera, it envelops him. And it drags him to Yemadin. Shenemer, Yelafasai, Archais Darkum. The Marsha makes a diak that the Gemara talks differently that the mitzvah comes before you, La'ilam Haba. The Avera enwraps you and drags you to Elam Haba. The Marsha says, very bashi. When you're going to collect schar for a mitzvah, you'll follow it. It, it can walk many feet ahead of you, and, and you'll follow up, you'll catch up to him. And Avera, uh-uh, I'm not following you. You go, I don't want to go. So the Avera has to use a different verb. The Avera enwraps you and schleps you to the din and makes sure you get there. And Rabbi Lazar, I'm Kshura by Kekelev. This is Parshas Ashavua stuff from Saita. And Avera is attached to you like a dog. Shenemar, like it says by Yosef and Eshes Paitifar, Yosef would not listen to her, to lie with her, to be with her. Now that's a double lush. To sleep with her in Elam Hazeh, 
Lias ima b'elam haba to be with her in elam haba because an aver is with you in elam haba. There masbir that a dog, although it looks, although it looks like it's unruly, and the guy walking his dog, sometimes the dog will walk ahead, sometimes the dog will stray to the side. The dog always comes back. That's the marshal for averus. Sometimes you think you could do an avera and wash your hands of it and disappear. I, you know, I disassociate myself with that aver. Unless you do tshuva, it will always come back like a stray dog. It will always find you. And that's the marshal for, for an avera in Elam Haba. Okay, let's stop here for tonight. We'll leave the next one is Gishmak Mora, leave it tomorrow.